Hello, colleagues, and welcome to the Assistant Principal Podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Buskey. The goal of this podcast is to help improve life and leadership of assistant principals. Today's episode of Five for Friday recaps the strategic leadership emails for the week of December 5th through 9th, 2022. Imagine setting a leadership intention at the beginning of each day. That's what many readers of the daily email do. For some, it's become a ritual. Pour a cup of coffee, open your email, read the strategic leader daily, and then set one intention, one thing to be aware of and to execute throughout the day. The daily email is a powerful leadership practice. So if you aren't already a subscriber, I hope you'll consider joining the list. It's just one more thing you can do to include me in your leadership journey. And that would bring me joy. You can find a link on my homepage at frederickbuskey.com. So I really didn't do it intentionally, but this week there was a lot of A to B. In fact, I'm going to begin with Wednesday's email because Wednesday I told the story about the origin of A to B. A to B is not terminology that I've ever seen in leadership books or articles or any other place other than what I'm doing and where I got it from. So working A to B essentially is about identifying really small steps of change and just thinking instead of trying to fix things, we're just trying to make it a little bit better. I'm not going to go from 10 discipline referrals a day to zero, but maybe I can look and find one way that I can go from 10 to nine. I can just make it that much better. And that 15, 20, 25 minutes that I save on that one referral, that is going to make my life better. And gaining that 25 minutes of time, that one little increment, getting to that in a week is much more valuable than me promising you that you'll have only two referrals a day, three months from now, because three months from now doesn't matter. It's all about today, right now, or tomorrow. What can I do for you? How can my life be better? Okay. The origin story of A to B. At the end of the 2012-2013 college football season, my alma mater, the Ohio State University football team's defense, gave up 576 yards. That's a lot of yards if you're not a football fan. 576 yards to Clemson University, which ironically at that time was my employer. And Ohio State lost to Clemson 35-40 to in the Orange Bowl. This capped a season in which the defense ranked 48th overall and 110th in pass defense out of 130 teams. All through the year, defenders were consistently out of place. They were slow to react. And following the season, the defensive staff left <laughs> and a new defensive coordinator, Chris Ash, began in a thorough defensive overhaul that was epitomized by a phrase, four to six, A to B. What he asked his players to do was to give four to six seconds of relentless effort, that's the average length of a college football play, and to just go from point A to point B. Don't think too much. Don't make it more complicated. When you see where you need to go, just make the commitment and go. And he said, if you make a mistake, 
We'll fix the mistake, but if you're going to make the mistake, go full speed and get there directly. I was so impressed with this because at the same time that I was hearing about A to B and what they were doing with their defense, I was also looking around at all these big change projects that people are engaged in, that schools are consistently engaged in, and how we roll out these complex changes and it takes forever to get everything done. And then most of the time we abandon the initiative before we even finish the entire implementation. And so the idea of just going to A to B, just make it a little bit better right now, just get it done. I have found that to be so appealing. And so that's something that of incorporated into this whole idea of strategic leadership. Now, the intention on Wednesday was to just think about and reflect on your own change initiatives. What can you do to make them simpler? What can you do to create A to B improvements that are going to help people right now? Okay, getting back to the week in the proper order. Monday's MVP was avoid distractions and focus on what's important. And I talked about the evolution of my greenhouse. Longtime readers will remember that I had a very minimally viable greenhouse a couple years ago. It was just some leftover scrap wood covered with five mil plastic. And it it did the job, sort of. It allowed me, it it, it allowed me to get my growing season going just a couple weeks earlier. A friend gave me a bunch of building materials, among which were big three by six foot panels of tempered glass, which are great for greenhouses. So I had this vision to build this really big, complicated greenhouse, and it took me a year and a half to build because it was way too complicated. It was not an MVP. But finally, moving into this winter now, I have a greenhouse that is functional and I have some greens planted out and we've gotten, weather's gotten down into the 20s and my kale and my lettuce and all that stuff is still alive and is growing. So I have a functional greenhouse. There are a lot of upgrades I would like to make. I won't go into them. <laughs> there are a lot of upgrades I would make, like to make. And one of my problems is that I like chasing shiny objects. So... I need to remember, we all need to remember as leaders that when we choose to do one thing, it comes at the cost of doing something else. So while I really want to spend time in my greenhouse installing some fancy grow lights and a watering system, none of those things will matter if I don't invest time outside cutting down some of the saplings that are starting to grow up and shade the greenhouse from the winter sun. So the lesson is to focus on what's important and avoid chasing those shiny objects. And we'll talk a little bit more about shiny objects when we get to Friday. Tuesday's MVP was that the first step to making a situation better is to understand the problem. And I used the example from this podcast. So there have been a few occasions over the last few months that we've had trouble getting the podcast out on time. We have a pretty set schedule right now that Tuesdays at three o'clock, we, we release an interview or content podcast. And then Fridays at three o'clock, we release five for Friday. And we view that as a commitment, as an important commitment. 
but we've had some breakdowns. Specifically, there have been four different things that happened. Uh, on a couple occasions, I was late getting an episode recorded. We had another incident where Lance went to edit the episode and the audio file had not uploaded correctly, so he couldn't edit it. Another time I recorded the episode, but nobody knew I'd recorded it, so it just sat there. And then finally, we had a situation where managing the podcast was at the bottom of somebody's priority list. In each case, the symptom was that the podcast barely got done in time, and I think a couple times it, it did not get done in time. The symptom was the same in each case, late podcast. But the root problem was different each time. Because we invested time in each instance, we sat down and we debriefed it and tore into it and looked at it so that we could understand what really went wrong. Because we invested the time in doing that, we're able to take small actions, change our processes and build in some redundancies that should eliminate or at least decrease the chances that future episodes will be late. And I closed with this intention. When you have the urge to jump to action, to fix something, just stop and first consider what the problem might be. On Thursday, I asked people to think about the difference between swimming and drowning. Have you ever been in a classroom observing maybe a new teacher and you weren't really sure what was going on? Were they trying to figure out how to line activities to the learning standards and just kind of struggling with that? Or were they just throwing out activities because they were overwhelmed by all of the facets of the job? Sometimes it really can be hard telling whether somebody's learning to swim or drowning, but it's a critical thing to understand because when people are learning to swim, we can coach them. When they're drowning, we need to throw them a life preserver. I close by suggesting that a simple five minute coaching conversation would be a great way to help you understand whether someone is swimming, learning to swim, or if they're drowning. And that five minute coaching conversation could just go like this. I'm so glad that we have you in our school this year. Your first year teaching is going fast. Tell me what's going well. And then because this is five minute coaching, we just be quiet and listen to them tell us what's going well. And then we follow that up with, would have been the biggest surprises. And it's really likely that there are some gonna be, going to be some things that come out of that answer that are gonna be good information for us to know and to learn about where this teacher's mindset is and what's going well and what's not going well. So we listen, what are the surprises? And then we ask, is there anything you would have done differently? We also could ask or follow this up with, is there anything that you will do differently when we come back from break? But again, we just want them to reflect. And if they say, no, it's going great, that's fine. But we just want to provide them that opportunity. And by asking those three questions, what's going well, what surprises, and, and what would is there anything you would do differently? We're giving them the space to reflect and then to communicate with us whether they're learning to swim, and if so, what part of swimming they still need help with and they would like our coaching around, or are they drowning and do we need to throw them a life preserver? So 
five minutes and a really simple sequence of questions to figure out how your new teachers are doing. And coming out of Thanksgiving break, heading into Christmas, what a great time to go around and do some of those conversations with all of your new people. On Friday, I exhorted people to just go make a positive difference by coaching someone today. Two weeks ago, I was in a middle school talking with a science teacher who was wrapping up a big genetics project. I went through the five minute coaching process with him and just asked those three questions about the genetics unit. What went well? Were there any surprises? And what would you do differently? When I asked that third question about doing something differently, he got really animated and excited. And he said that halfway through the unit, he realized that the concept that the math teacher was teaching to the students would have been really simple to slip into his unit and that they could have had something that was more integrated and more thematic going on, which really would have enriched learning for the students, but also enriched experience for the teachers. And here's the kicker, right? I got some really good information about this teacher and I helped him reflect on his unit, but I had just met him. I had known him for about 10 minutes. That was the first real conversation that he and I ever had. And the big lesson coming out of that is teachers want to share. Teachers want to talk. They want to reflect. And it's so critical that we give them those opportunities. I closed by asking readers to reflect on three things. As a leader, what did you do that helped somebody grow this week? In working to develop the people around you, were there any surprises? And was there anything that you would have done differently to have a greater impact on growing people? I hope you saw what I did there. I just converted the three five-minute coaching questions into little reflection questions. So yeah, I'm pounding five-minute coaching because it really is that simple and it has such a dramatic impact. And in fact, I told you at the beginning of this podcast that I would talk about chasing shiny objects because here's what I really want to do and I keep trying to talk myself off the ledge. I think it would be really cool to have a five-day, five-minute coaching challenge. Open it up to all the readers, all the listeners, have you sign up and I could just send you one email each morning and one email each afternoon just reminding you to have one five-minute coaching session each day, five days in a row. Because I think it would actually have a tangible impact on how you felt about your own leadership. I just think in five minutes a day doing five-minute coaching sessions, you would feel a little bit different as a leader and that you might even see some changes in some of the people that you are coaching. So that's the chasey, the shiny object that I want to chase. I really have other priorities that I need to do, like finishing my book, oh, but I really want to do it. Okay, the takeaway from this week, we actually wound up focusing on three of the four principles of strategic leadership. The one we didn't focus on was purpose over urgency. But the three we hit, problems instead of symptoms, 
Now, there is a bigger process for how you uncover root problems. But for now, you can just ask why. Just pause and ask why. We also talked about progress through incremental change. Avoid chasing shiny objects, avoid grand plans, and just focus on getting from A to B in the simplest way possible. And finally, we looked at people and developing people specifically through five-minute coaching. So think about this, this whole week. Stop and ask why. Focus on one little step at a time. Do some five-minute coaching. That's strategic leadership. That's what strategic leadership is just each day. It's nothing complicated. It's not even time-consuming. It's just being intentional. It's being intentional about treating problems rather than symptoms. It's being intentional about making progress through incremental change. And it's being intentional about developing people, even through simple means like five-minute coaching. Okay, I hope I've set you up to do some strategic leadership this weekend, and at least to think about some of these concepts and maybe come back next Monday with some clarity and continuing to be intentional about executing those, those simple, small strategies to grow as a leader and to grow your people. This wraps up this week's Five for Friday rendition of the Assistant Principal Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please, please subscribe and rate this podcast because that will help other leaders find it. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I really want to do the five-day, five-minute coaching challenge. So consider emailing me and either talk me off the ledge and say, no, focus on writing your book or push me off the ledge and say, yeah, this would be really interesting to do. You can reach me either way at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. If you'd like to find out more about what I'm doing to support assistant principals, you can head over to my website at frederickbuskey.com backslash the assistant principal. I'm Frederick Buskey, and I hope you'll join me next time for the Assistant Principal Podcast. Cheers.